it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everyone. Welcome back uh, to the Cantina here on the Genreverse YouTube channel and uh, Genreverse Podcast Network, available wherever you get uh podcast from google spotify apple all that good stuff check out lrmonline.com for all entertainment news needs and uh opinions i'm kyle that guy frozen in time over there is cam and uh we are here to uh review and or uh hey there he is uh he's gonna be freezing constantly like he just did i like that smile there i think that that might be your thumbnail picture (laughs) (laughs) uh we're we're here to uh review and or episode uh seven right no excuse me nine no no nine Nine, seven, uh, nine. We got uh, 10 and, and 11 and 12 left. Uh, and uh, yeah, like, share, subscribe, all of all of that good stuff. Lots of good things going on here. Uh, anime, Star Wars, Marvel, and everything else you guys can imagine. So get subscribed, get following, leave some thumbs up, down. Tell us what we're doing good. Tell us what we're doing bad. And uh, we'll do our best to get better. Uh, Andor. God, people are sleeping on this show. I I saw Star Wars Theory posted a a a, um, a uh, poll asking which project, which, which recent Star Wars project people like more, and they 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 were overwhelmingly uh, uh, voting up uh, Tales of the Jedi. And look, I I get it if you you like it, but honestly, is that better than andor like oh my god how how obsessed with your 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 little cameos and and past stuff that that uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry we're, we're losing i mean we're losing audience yeah here. <laughs> i think i think kills of the jedi is actually quite well i would say it's like 60 70 percent it's pretty good um but yeah, i'm not saying it's would you know bad. what? It, it Andor. Um, Andor is is up there so far as one of the best TV shows I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, I'm including any kind of TV show, all the big sort of with all the sort of finales and, and things this year. So when I'm considering that, it's in my top five in terms of the likes of the Ozark finale, Better Call Saul finale. It's up there with with these kind of shows for me. Um, so. Uh, in terms of just the consistency, amazing. it's been great. So I just don't get it. But someone in, on one of my was it the review for this week? Was it a review for last week? Somebody said Star Wars minus the fun, um, and I just thought I, I don't get that. I really how is don't this get not that. Fun? How that's like saying you can't have fun watching a serious show, you know? Yeah. Um, why can we not? Did they not watch Empire Strikes Back? Of, the majority of well, I mean, Empire was quite action packed and had a lot of but humor it's, it's in it. But it's got a well, whole crap ton of of 
drama. It's got a whole crap ton of well, that, like, character the, moments. I mean, yeah, it's, that's why it's the best film. But you know, it's, it's <laughs> everything in measure. That's that's why Empire's so good. This is is not as action packed as that is. It's not got the same humor that that film had. It's probably the funniest um, Star Wars film as well. Um, I don't know. I, I I find a lot of things funny and and this just differently. Like uh, 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 Corporal Boy, man, he is he's hilariously sad and and pathetic. You know, we'll get into yeah. his his, yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. creepiness later. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I get it. I I understand. I mean, I've got a nine year old. He turns nine this 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 week. Uh, so I understand that youth is is very different than than I am. But we're we're, I I'm just I'm fat I'm flabbergasted by the amount of people that look at this and go meh, and it's just like this this <clears throat> is Star Wars though. There was more going Ooh. on in in the galaxy than than Skywalkers but and Ahsoka. Age, so, but honestly, see, where, whereas I completely agree with you in principle, you know, like I totally agree with you in terms of that the quality of this show is really high, but I am not surprised. There's there's this kind of reaction here because I could kind of see that coming. That's the sad thing because oh the dumbing down of society. I is think a real we've, thing. we've also had a, a over the change in Star Wars for the better or, or worse. We would maybe say worse, worse, worse. and um, a thousand times worse. And it's now a a, a more all encompassing. Uh, encompassing franchise than perhaps it was. I don't think we it's all encompassing. Younger. It's it's like freaking childhood and prequel <clears throat> encompassing. That's it. That's what it. What I mean is it covers a lot of different kind of styles and a lot of it has went a little bit too sort of almost juvenile for us. Childish. And I think we're 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 excited about something that's gone a little bit more mature for once. But I think there is what I'm trying to say is that there's a crowd that come in and love that childish stuff, the stuff that we even we we go, oh, that's a bit too much for us. They love that, and this show isn't ticking their boxes. Like some of that stuff doesn't tick our boxes. That's all I'm saying because the fan base is not oh, I know. that I just don't similar. It. <laughs> you know, there's, the fan I base just... is so wide that people come at it from so but, many different angles now. There, this is the thing though, Cam is is when when I was. When I was nine, ten years old, I freaking loved Star Wars as it as it was, and I loved the things that came after, especially yeah. games, movies, and 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 comics. Games, movies, or not movies, games and comics and books. Uh, the movies that came later, uh, I I was too old for. But that that gets us back to the original point: is I could fall in love with Star Wars, and Empire, and Jedi. When I before I was eight and nine years old, but people for some reason don't want that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to make it more yeah, more juvenile. It was all ages you, already. Me, that worked for us. <laughs> and you know, if you look at some of the other stuff, we we have a worked lot for of my similar son. interests. <laughs> yeah, and there will be people that it would would have worked for if they'd done it again. All I'm saying is they didn't do it again. And it brought in a different crowd of people that maybe wouldn't have went for that and never have fell in love with the original Star Wars in the first place, if not for perhaps the kind of lighter tone of the prequels. You know, it's a different generation. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah, when, no, if, I... when when we were becoming, a, a you know, teenagers, whatever, 
you know, if you were into Star Wars, you were into Star Wars, you were kind of similar, you know, because everybody was kind of into the same, just those three movies. And then it was, did you read the EU books or not? Mm. It was kind of one or other. Um, and that was your Star Wars fandom. And yeah, they were really popular films, so there was a lot of people out there. But I don't think, you know, with population growth, with, with everything else that happens in that space of time, you know, it wasn't as big a fan base as it is right now. And the, some of the people that were our fans now maybe wouldn't have been back then. They would have been into something else. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, at some point, at some point, things... Um... But that's what it is. You just have to... Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Unfortunately, though, it makes me afraid that after season two of Andor, we're not going to get anything like, like this, this ever again. again. Ah, that would ever again. Although, before we get any Andor, there was a little bit of a rumour this week that came from Daniel uh, Richman on his Patreon that he's heard that Adria Arona, um, mm-hmm. who plays Bix in Andor, is in talks for further things going forward that might go beyond Andor season two. Um, he, he even did mention a p- potential solo show. And normally when we hear that, you know, oh, another character's getting a bloody, you know, spin-off show. Mm-hmm. You're like, ooh. But actually, in this, if they could almost continue that kind of tone further on into the story, do you know what I mean? As it goes into, like, the the, the actual OT trilogy, but with Bix's character, I'd be interested in that. Uh, you, because you we know can't me. have Andor I, I don't... because... I don't want any more stuff between uh, three and four, of course, and the idea of telling more stuff in the OT. Uh, look, yeah, well, we, that's we need, an area we, we haven't really played with too much. I, underst- I understand. We, we, you and I have had this conversation before about about uh, some of this stuff where it's like, yeah, they haven't seen, we haven't seen certain aspects of it. But they can't leave well enough alone. They can't stop fooling around in the same time period. It's time. It's time to move on. It's but time to move on. Let me just say, but that's what you would. Have, if you the if, if you had been in charge of Lucasfilm, right? Mm-hmm. Let me just present this option. We may never have got Andor because until you had actually seen it and went, oh, I don't know, you were really unsure about no, it. Because again, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. Four, it we, was. If I were in charge of Star Wars, we wouldn't have had all the other garbage set between three and four. So I wouldn't have been upset and, and <laughs> right. tired of the uh, okay, tired of I'm the saying, time period. I would have I would have loved the political time, drama that focused on. Yeah, on, but what I'm on, saying is you didn't uh, know it would be like that to begin with. So you no. were you were you were trepidatious going into Andor, right? Whereas you know I was the same. But maybe slightly more. I think this could tick those kind of boxes. And when it does and tick it those boxes, we both say, "Right, we're really, really happy with this." All I'm saying is that if you then presented the show that followed low-level people in the rebellion, the same or like you know, and it actually went beyond the story of Rogue One, and and we saw things not with the main players. But people like Mon Mothma, you know, the behind-the-scenes players, Genevieve O'Reilly, not Luke Skywalker and what Princess Leia and Han Solo were up to. But, you know, different different components. I, I mean, if it was done with the same... I know Tony Gilroy probably said, you know, that's him done with Star Wars after he's, he's done this. You know, that that's kind of it for him. But if it was a similar... If someone was to take that as a similar kind of tone and carry that forward, I'd be interested in watching it. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I could uh I could leave it at this point. I'm 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 ready. Like I said, I've loved well, this yeah, and I'm we'll super see. excited for season two, but uh I'm I'm ready. Pick a pick a distance, thousand years before or or after anyways speaking of time to move on it is time to move on from kyle bitching and moaning to uh us uh praising and worshiping no that's a that's a very strong word and and just me being funny but uh and or episode nine super fun episode for us is it filled with swashbuckling adventure nope uh but still incredibly fun a lot of a lot of drama a lot of uh tension and uh one of the best endings uh in, i've i've seen in a, in a in a while i really just yeah. love the the final lines that yeah. that that final line is just perfect but uh spoiler free tell us what you thought about uh episode nine, i Kim. just i thought it was fantastic like you know i really enjoyed last week's and it felt like you know like this this is the middle episode but unlike maybe some of the other previous middle episodes i just kind of felt like they took everything from last week and just turned up the dial on it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it, we just needed that, you know, extra week within it. And it's just the quality has just risen. For example, in terms of character development, there's a lot of characters that we met for the first time last week in the prison. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, now that we've had a bit of development with them, They've got their own little acts that we can follow as, as as we're going forward as well. And it's just, it's like the tension. They've just racketed up the tension. And taking, I think, one of the most horrifying scenes that I've actually seen this year in any show. And I mean, I'm talking about like R-rated shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well. Is in this episode. And if you've got any imagination, you know, at all. Um, and you can kind of lose yourself in the moment of a show, then there's there's a really kind of horrifying moment that happens in this episode, and I thought it was so well done to pull that off in a completely PG-13 way, mm-hmm. because you know, it, you know, it's that it's that thing that is like a as a parent, for example, somebody our age just hits you in a way, um, and it kind of carries you into that. And the way the actress um, that is in this scene kind of put, we'll get into more than spoilers, kind of puts it across is just absolutely fabulous. And, and it's the performances that sell everything that's happening in Andor. Everybody feels like they're real characters in mm-hmm. this situation and reacting to the events that are happening and the, the story is being built upon people's natural reaction to events rather than a pre-subscribed sort of pre-vis of action scenes, which we then need to fill dialogue around about. It's been built the right way, this show, ultimately, and it's so good. I I agree. I, I mentioned last week that I felt it was more filler that maybe that particular episode should have been cut up and added to before after i didn't know exactly what but i knew that it that it just wasn't as cohesive as it could have been this feels like some of that stuff from the previous episode should have been attached into this episode or some of this should have been put in that however however you want to word it i think you almost have to look back at it as a and and then go okay i kind of changed my mind a little bit now because it wasn't quite as much filler because you know, we sometimes have a bit of setup that we need to pay off yep. the next week, and we we get that. 
Yeah, but again, it kind of goes to the to the uh, uh, editing questions, and I'm I'm not paid to edit uh, Star Wars. I'm you know I'm not a, a Hollywood editor. That that's fine, but I I do know when things feel off, and yeah, you can definitely say, hey, this this next episode uh, helped helped it out, made it feel better. Doesn't change the fact that they could have potentially made a better uh, uh, set of uh, editing uh, editing choices. Ugh. I did really enjoy the episode, though. I think uh, all three places again prison uh mon mothma and stuff surrounding the isb uh continues to just just be this this brilliant uh dance of of narrative and and story um it it it's it's just so damn good guys please stop sleeping on this like uh take your take your your ritalin that's a joke and uh settle down and and focus on on the characters and and stories for a moment because you're just, getting just a lot it. of really good things here a lot of really a lot of really uh good things um this this bumped up back into the the a's for me man i gave this episode a a, a good a minus what about you i give it an a because i you know and it almost is bordering on an A plus again for me. And when we get into spoilers, I'll highlight some of my specific just like stand there are some standout moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. There are quite a few standout moments and um that you know are just so well put together in terms of the direction, the sound design that, that goes along with it that I think, you know, despite it maybe not being the climax episode, we, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm building up to an A plus next week, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, Kyle. But yeah, but actually, I think on in hindsight, I may actually change my A to an A plus depending on how next week goes because I don't know if actually the climax will be as good as this setup was. Almost, yeah. you know, it depends what they do with it, but to build that tension the way that they did, I think in this episode, I, w- I was very impressed. So, so I'm probably. I've went up to an A-plus from where I, I was when I did my written. Okay. Very cool. Well, let's get in into uh, spoilers. Let's let's get into that. And mm-hmm. uh, let's start off at the at the prison. Uh, here, what what I figured was, you know, something that would happen in the in the last episode where I was like, you know, they keep going back to the prison workroom and, and you keep expecting the old man to, mm. you know, screw up or something like that. We you finally get that. that. We finally get that moment. He's he's old. He's frail. He's he's uh 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 you know old and frail. Like like I said, ends up having a stroke, but that's not the that's not the just the the whole important part. But everything going on in in the prison uh uh remind reminded me of other shows uh that that deal with like prison communications and mm-hmm. prison uh society uh, uh yeah. prison um. Uh, uh, rules, if if you will, and they they did a really good job of of showing that. Uh, but in Star Wars, um, mm-hmm. the the desperation to escape, the desperation for in information, which comes to be a really serious point, and gives <laughs> us that beautiful ending, like I like I said, uh, I I cannot sing the praises enough about this. It reminded me of of I I'm constantly bringing up. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, uh, the reimagining, the uh, 2000s se- series, uh, but it, it reminds me uh, when they go on to uh, uh, the prison ship and deal with the guy, uh, Tom Zarek, I think was his, his name, the original mm. Apollo played him in, in that, and he gets all p- political, and 
that that type of drama in this again um the 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 kind of big reveal in this uh, that that there is no getting out of this prison you're you're going to work when you're released they find they find out you know one guy was released and then immediately brought back on another floor word got out and they the killed floor was an, too they close, killed basically. the entire yeah they killed an entire an entire floor letting to to try to keep you know the information of hey which is what the power cuts were earlier yep, on you're never getting out of this finish. you know i i thought that was such a great reveal it makes it makes perfect sense um but i i just i love that that line you know here here you have the the dedicated foreman uh played by a uh circus who's just like you know you do your time you do it hard you do it well get mm-hmm. the you know get the frack out of here <laughs> like that uh get get the frack out of here and uh, whenever Andor's like, you know, trying to pressure him for information, he's like, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not giving you that stuff. How many guards are on the floor? I'm not, I'm not telling you any, anything like that. They find out about dude, uh, uh, being released and, and being sent back, you know, not actually being released and, and everyone dying. I, I just, so how many guards on the floor? And it just starts, ah, oh, dude, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's just the, the change in him, you know, you, you see, He's kind of the it's one immediate. most resistant to, yeah. to what's going on, but you know, he we experience what he experiences throughout this episode, you know, and it's it really kind of, you know, he's starting. There's there's almost that it, it's there, but under the surface. But once uh, as Earl dies, um, mm-hmm. the um, and he speaks to the doctor, and clearly this doctor is also a prisoner and been told, mm-hmm. well, this is your job. But he ain't really, I mean, look at his medical kit. He's there to see what's wrong with you and inject a lethal dose into you if they can't fix it. That's, yeah. That basically looks like his only purpose. And, um, and you know, he, he's probably the same. You know, he's got no way to get out. And it's either that or he works on the, you know, doing what everybody else does. It's kind of one or the other at this point. And once he starts to realise all that, it's just the penny falls into place for everybody, and and you just see that kind of turning. I mean, he's such a good actor, Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's absolutely phenomenal in this episode, you know. And I think it's the almost him being just very ordinary last week that that sells it as he as he makes that turn as well. But the tension's just so high the whole way through it. It's, it's fantastically the way it's shot and the way it's blocked off. You know, as well in terms of the way they shoot it when they're in those corridors, and they seem to be able to play with the scope of it at will in terms of making it either feel claustrophobic or spreading it out, and really, really seeing the, the the size of this operation. You know, so we get to, to feel both at the same time, um, and it's really a horrific thing of design here. This prison, you know, this system that you can never get out. Of. There's actually shades of. If we if we look at Lucas going back to things like THX 1138 and oh yeah and, and 1984 and and you know all these kind of things going on as well um and and that's you know it's presented in a way in a the Logan's Star Wars run universe even yeah yeah presented in a way in this in the Star Wars universe it's absolutely believable but it's it's you know it's almost hardcore sci-fi in terms of that sci-fi that's built on you know taking a political idea and exploring it to the the absolute maximum 
you know, mm-hmm. that, it, that could be explored. Um, why having this fancy technology that kind of doesn't exist in the real world? It's kind of just frightening what people could really do if they put their mind to it um, to do something like that. Um, it's mean, absolutely the, great. The worst, the worst thing a tyrant can do is give people um, nothing to lose. Mm. And and that's what's happening in the Britain that goes back to Leia's line and in, in a new Absolutely. hope. Absolutely, yeah, tighten your fist. The more they slip through your fingers, Absolutely. and here, here you had the guy that was like, "Nope, I I might disagree that I messed up, yeah. but I'm going to follow time. the orders, do my time, yeah, and go home." Life. And once and you've they created a rebel, you've created not not just a, a a rebel, but you've created yet another movement and a movement yeah. in a in a in a prison camp making the war materials that you need um it's and, it's and if so an beautiful. entire prison decides <laughs> to escape at the same time then you do have a problem because we know this is a fairly understaffed prison it's designed to psychologically keep them mm-hmm. in rather than uh, than physically keep them in but even in our own prisons if you know an entire prison decides to, they've had enough riot. for some reason yeah, you have a riot it's, it's very messy stuff, you know yes. um there's a lot more of them than there there are and, of the and guards. And we're talking about a massive amount of people in this prison. I mean, when we see the amount of levels, when you see those wide shots in the different mm-hmm. corridors, and they've got the constant shifts going all the time, um, almost, almost, Kyle, it feels like we could have had an entire show set in that prison and right. having <laughs> and just having episode episode le- 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 spending time with them as they learn how to communicate between different floors and plan what they're going to do and you know cover it's people while they EU, set man. things up and everything like that you could honestly you could have an entire series set in that prison and just be about their escape and it that's would be I, gold it would be that's cold. what i keep telling people man star star wars is more than freaking lightsabers and skywalkers and and more than ahsoka as as well um don't get me wrong i freaking love luke skywalker i freaking love jedi and 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 lightsabers and and i don't mind ahsoka i don't care about the cartoon version any but i i've enjoyed what what she's done on 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 screen on uh in live Life. action yeah. and uh uh this i mean you're you're 100 you're 100 right you could even take this same thing and and deal with with uh if you did this with first order and uh uh resistance prisoners yep. or something like that i if you if this was the same quality of of writing and storytelling even though i i care just as little about the sequels as i do the prequels i would you, be in i would give be a into good it. story and people start caring uh, that's exactly the thing. that's what exactly. you know i care about some of these characters and andor now that i know are probably never going to make it never see again one you know because never see know, again <laughs> some of those guys are getting out of that prison but like, for example i just I've, for me, I see Andy Serkis making a heroic sacrifice oh, and yeah. not making it out. I just don't see him making it out, you know, which is Neither a shame, but I. almost that's why it's worth getting somebody that good in to do a scene like that because it matters when we lose them at, at that point because we, we have learned to care about them in such a, a small space of time, if you like. Care about them is maybe the wrong word. You yeah. know, uh, what's the word I'm looking okay. for? I'm not sure. Interested uh, in their character. Invested. In- invested, invested in them. Yeah, somebody that we get that invested in, that's the correct term I'm looking for. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. 
If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Um, let's go ahead and carry on over to the ISB. Uh, we, we get, you know, some torture stuff. Always, always, always uh, uh, fun to, to uh, watch people get tortured. Well, I mean, That's this was, I joking. was the, I thought this was a phenomenal scene. The, Dude, the, 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 the idea, the the idea of using these this these beings whose uh, audible um, uh, audible what's I was I was looking to be fair the the way they use these beings that can affect people psychologically uh, yeah. through their through their uh, vocalizations and the the story and the setting up of the of the oh, fear of hey people hear people hear this and they we found them hiding under the floor it's, it's the, the way he like sells just, that oh as God, well in terms of how pure so evil he is in terms of there's almost like a so grin in his good. face he enjoys yeah. this you know yeah he enjoys it was and, and and that it's just so creepy so so horrific an idea that that most you know mature rated shows haven't come up with anything that mm -hmm. horrific before and you don't see anything it's nothing uh, adria Rona sells it purely yep. by her performance um facial not, expressions not her, the guy screen. who plays Gorsh is yeah. as much as he's horrible he's he's good do you know what i mean yeah. in that way he's he, good at being horrible yes yes and it, you know the two of them in that scene together is that that's up there as one of the classic scenes for me it's so well done the way it's the way it's shot the way it's you know it's written you know it almost feels like you've spent so long getting the script right for that mm -hmm. so that it just flows in terms of how dark this story truly is and then you know we hear nothing of it which absolutely was the right you know i heard some fans saying i almost thought for a second we were going to we were going to hear it in some ways, but the, the problem with that was that would never do what your imagination would do justice no. because no. we we then picture what she is experiencing and it is whatever is most horrific for you I to have, think uh, about. And that's I have heard, I have heard some screams in in my life mm. uh, in combat zones. Mm -hmm. um, I have heard things that are animalistic of of fear mm -hmm. and anger and i've heard uh things that are freaking i i don't even know what the the word would be but uh uh grief true mm -hmm. grief i have heard um and i could imagine you know i could when he was telling the story and he's like in the children and i yeah, i just that's the thing like apply that oh my god you know what it's God, like if a child like, hurts himself and they scream in pain that is a horrific thing right in itself yes, yes. to hear that now imagine this scenario it's you know it's like they, it's they keep amping it up so yep. they're being slaughtered and it's the dying screams yep. at the same time it's a species whose vocalizations can have a psychic have effect yep. on other people 
And you ramp all that up, and that is that is like one of the most inventive torture. I mean, I I heard things I heard that's like, things in my mind during that scene. Like you said, they didn't need to, yeah. to have any no. actual sounds because I could I it's and genius, I know not everyone can, that's a genius but scene. I could project things that that I I've heard. I've I've heard the scream of somebody missing body parts. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I've. It's yeah. it's rough. So I I love that they I love that they didn't create because it's really hard to recreate those types of of emotions i you know one of the best uh, uh no, i mean you absolutely should allow the the viewer to use their own imagination there i mean you will get some people that don't have a good imagination yeah. and it, and maybe that scene isn't as powerful for them because they you know they can't put themselves into that way of thinking i get that like my sister loves a lot of the same kind of movies as i do but she's not got a strong imagination mm -hmm. you know that's just not her strong point um and um so I, I, I you know for for people that do have a strong imagination it's just it's so powerful you, you you wouldn't believe it and yeah absolutely i think you know it's almost like it's an emma emmy award-winning scene right there for me you know yeah and it's it's not the only one in this this episode because as you alluded to earlier, there's another uh, situation with I with ISB including a freaking agent, whatever blonde blonde. Why am I so bad Dedra, with their names? Dedra, thank you. Um, her her scene with her stalker <laughs> mm -hmm. was so uncomfortable. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, a million yeah, yeah. times uncomfortable. You're just you're looking at this guy, and you're like, "Oh my god!" You're like yeah. two seconds from saying, "We are destined to be together." I mean, like, "Oh my you know, god!" You could, it's like we unwrap another layer of Silas. You know, at this point, in terms of that, you know, he almost, you know, it's like he has an authority. He's going to Norman Bates out sometimes. He's, he's almost got an authority <laughs> kink. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And. Uh, and that because we've seen him spend time with his mother, you kind of know that's where that's coming from. It's almost mm -hmm. like he's looking for that dom. He wants to be dominated by this like female character. You can almost yep. read that and see where it's come from, from his mum. But he's rejecting her and he's moving more towards Deirdre instead. And that what she stands for, you know, as much a hard ass as she is, is that it's not her herself that particularly mm -hmm. turns him on. It's what she does and what she stands for that he yep. just has a hold on for. And you can absolutely, I'm wondering whether she's going to end up making a big mistake by taking him on as an assistant. Because did you so. notice that I, I think her current assistant is getting a little bit too pushy. And I noticed a couple of looks from her when he took the initiative a couple of times this week. Did you notice a couple of looks yeah, from her? Yeah, I did. I wasn't expecting and that goes, to do that. And that goes back to uh, the first couple of episodes where you and I were yeah, uh, yeah. talking about their competition within with each other, you know? And and what she should be doing is that that's what you, what we or you or I would want in an underling. Right, that's yes, what we would want. Please aspire to be this above and beyond see, me. This is where we see the failings of the empire as well, mm -hmm. because they're not set up like that. And I, I actually think it'd be really good to show how that she gets rid of him because he's a threat and brings in someone who will be totally dominant by her, and it actually becomes a downfall. You know, because that's how the empire fails in the end by not having the best people in the best jobs, but the most ruthless people in the highest jobs. I'm going to potentially have a hot take, but I'm going to say I will be disappointed in her character if she does bring 
Silas on after, especially after this moment, uh, this this weird, creepy thing outside the the ISB headquarters there on on Coruscant yeah. was it it just oozed. If if she if she now I can see where she goes back to him to get additional information or try to use him as a as a tool, uh, and he ends up I can you know, see that's going psycho out on her there. You know, a long term thing, but um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would be slightly disappointed. Her being scared of him, like she should run no. from him because he's creepy. I think no. she kind of she is going to get that what he wants from me is kind of what I want as well is to have somebody to kind of just push over and maybe she will end up like sleeping with him as a domineering thing or something like that I don't know it's kind of pointless it's, it's almost like it doesn't need to be sexual in any way at all no. really it's about because they're both totally about their careers that's all they're interested in yeah. um, and I think it would just be interesting to show how um, how that is a, an attractive option to take Actually, you know, it's almost like that, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, an old man, you know, manager that um, that gets the young girl secretary in with the, you know, the short skirt on and stuff like mm-hmm. that, that whole kind of 70s, if you like, <laughs> meme, which was absolutely true. Some, these kind some of mad men type stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff. It's almost like that a little bit in reverse for me um, here. So, so I think it would be interesting to explore that further. And I don't think we've went this far with Silas to not explore his character further. So to me, that's the the only solution is that you push them together and you have this weird, you we let's see where this weird, uncomfortable relationship actually goes because I think that's actually where the drama is between between the two of them. But yeah, but hey ho, we'll see. We'll 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 see what happens. Um, and then the the last kind of area to cover, of course, Mon Mon Mothma. Uh, we get to see the the apath or not apathy the um what's the word I'm looking for uh the as as the the care for the galaxy has has declined. I think you see that in the, the right word. Do you think apathy there's, would work? There's a, yeah, there's an apathy to her cause, to her. Mm-hmm. You know, the, there's no one's really interested. You know, no, they don't want to hear it. Off it's a waste of and... It's like it's that almost saying ah, I've tapped out. You know, that's what they're mm-hmm. saying here, which is really quite rude. But clearly, that's the way they're saying it is now. You know, it's, it doesn't feel like they would have got away with that back in the days that we saw the Senate in the prequels, right. um, when when Pops was still legit, you know, at that point. Um, but I told that's kind of where we that, are now. I told Christine that it was similar, not, not in the same context, I said, but it's similar when a... Uh, pariah state like iran gets up and talks at the un you will have a Mm. crap ton of countries just walk out and not even give them the light of day uh the time of day light of day time of time of day i said it's kind of similar to that with the turning off off the lights there in the in the senate basically you know we're we're done but it's so visually well done because it's so because we wouldn't have seen people walking out you wouldn't get that Mm -mm. you'd have had to close up everybody but what they Mm -hmm. did when the lights just told you the same thing much simpler visually Um, and you really feel bad for her you know as she's oh yeah and you know and what she's saying that we we have to be careful what we're doing here before we give the empire too much control and it's like you know tap it and it's just you know it really is quite shocking um, and no wonder someone like her has again. This, this is what you know. I wrote in my review. This is this is really shown as this episode 
where the rebellion comes from. You know, because mm-hmm. as much as Jim could say, we're going, rebellions are built on hope. Yeah, you hope to win. But where did it really come from is when people have just fucking had enough. People yeah. have had enough and you push them over the line. And everybody's got their own line. You try to tax our when you our raise stamps, the line, our tea, and then we got to, you know, give George we've the got bird. To pour the tea in the, in the <laughs> uh, you know, well, let's pour this tea into yeah. the drink. Ha <laughs> ha, take that. It, Makes a lot, a lot of sense. Thousands of miles away. Anyway, uh, you probably all did talk a bit more like that in those days. I don't think the American accent had quite kind of picked up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's for another discussion for another time. Yeah. I'm always interested in how the American accent came about. But that's that's. I I, I am too. How did the how did the Southern one come to exist? Like mind mind boggling. So yeah, well, it's like I, I, it's funny how it changed so much from yeah. When you, most of the people that brought over all came from England, and, you know, or Scotland or Ireland that spoke English in the first place and had their own accents, and, it, and then it just went root and changed into something. You know, anyway, you know, anyway, you know last, last, last thing, because I, I have to get this out. out. Did, did, did you know that there was a group within America that was so anti British that they wanted to actually make our language German? They wanted to go with German instead I mean, of English. Yeah. Just a, just a thumb, <laughs> just a know, thumb that, that eye again. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, no, you're 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 a hundred percent right. And one of the best things in this, so <sighs> this is going to be some more legalese sort of uh, law of of war speak. But uh, you'll often hear the one one man's freedom fighter is another uh, man's uh, terrorist. Well, legally here on earth, at least there's a, a, an actual legal difference. You are a insurrectionist, a freedom fighter, a rebel. So long as you're attacking legitimate military or government targets. And that's how you're furthering your, your political cause by going after the current political machine and their military. If you attack civilians for your uh, political cause, that's terrorism. This has been doing a really good job at showing the people that are willing to step up to, you know, which line and which one are they willing to cross. And they've done a really good job so far at showing how much of the rebellion was not aimed at their fellow uh, imperial citizens. It was aimed no, at, I could at see the empire. Being, because always things do get messy, so I could absolutely oh, they will. see that that coming at some point because we know that Saw's guys were, were for example, got a bit and... to, you know, and someone is going to go over the line. Um, yep. But that's where it takes somebody like Mon Mothma, Baylor Gunner, before his yep. planet get destroyed to pull to pull that together and focus it into a, a righteous cause, you know, because yep. Mon Mothma is a righteous person. She's not doing this, you know, she, like this week she's appalled at the idea of what we are basically a criminal, you know, yes. for example. hundred percent. Clearly her family are good people. Yeah, they've had money, but they've, they've been quite charitable. And her and her cousin of kind of, you know, that was a cool connection to find that Vale was um, my mother's cousin as well. Um, and to find out that they could quite easily just sit back and be rich and not have to worry about it and let all this stuff happen in the background. But, you know, they are the, the socialites, if you like, that are 
that are taking part and, you know, mm-hmm. ultimately end up becoming leaders because they're a figurehead, you know, Mon Mothma's a figurehead, so why would you not, you know, like eventually when she has to flee the, you know, and go into hiding and become a more active part of the rebellion, it, it's easy to pick somebody like that then as a figurehead for your operation and, the, and Leia in the future, you know, yep. and, and for similar reasons, you know, the daughter of the... Uh, Bail Organa, Alderaan was destroyed. That's a that's a great rally point for a leader as well, you know. But um Indeed. But she just I just there's so much going on and, and Genevieve O'Reilly's been brilliant. I think that I forget her name, but the girl who plays Vale is really showing her acting chops mm-hmm. as well. Um I love everything that's going on there, to be honest. It's it's again it's it's just really, really well done the way they're kind of setting all this up. And and it's it's interesting on how close uh how close everyone to her and her her home planet you know her cousin is uh what uh uh Vail yeah so Vail's her is, cousin is, yeah uh her cousin her childhood friend which the the dad apparently at some point told the daughter that was a an ex-boyfriend um it, it is it's interesting with her on how close she keeps the ties yet the the closest uh to her her husband and and daughter the ones who should be closest to her are the ones furthest away and and it almost makes you wonder if it if um did it always was it always because he and her didn't see eye to eye or you start to wonder did mon start putting distance earlier distance that we haven't seen between her and her her family and they I mean, just grow apart over these first i mean i don't think of, you know what i'm saying do that with, like, for example your kid but with a husband i don't certainly, know I... if he if he starts to become what you hate about the establishment well yeah yeah you could fall but fall i mean love him, but... he by by putting her her daughter at a at a distance i mean to protect her from ah, the dangers well, of yes. knowing now and things that, like that, say, yes. and that creates some resentment. And I'm I'm not saying that you know the secrets daughter and never dad. really work, and it'll co- it'll absolutely cause resentment between so, them all. And her daughter, yet yeah, funnily enough, might respect her if she knew what she was really doing, but her daughter doesn't see that. Quite savior, possibly. So, nope. so you know. I'm really I love that that I can think about those those things with this show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, absolutely. Let, let's as much as I I love uh we Mandalorian, get to explore what the empire really could do when it was motivated right. in this way and how how a rebellion was was absolutely necessary and 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 how the empire really helped create it themselves because yeah. they just got too tight, they pushed yep. too far, too fast at the same time. Yep. And every time they did it, it just it, the the revolution against them grew each time until you know they get beat. Yeah, and and like I said, I I while I really do enjoy the Mandalorian character moments sure are, like you yeah. get with with Mon Mothma and and uh, like I was talking the familial ties and thinking about things that that are happening off screen before this series and the years leading up to this. Uh, to this series, I don't do that a lot with Mando characters. I did it a bit with with Mayfield, especially after that s- season two yeah, episode yeah, where yeah, you're just kind of like, was, to f- again, it was a similar, it was a proper yeah, drama but, scene uh, where we were really exploring someone. I character. love that. Yeah. I love that there are these. I I wonder what's up with Andy Circus's character. I wonder what is it at home. Is there is there uh, a a wife and a and a kid of of still alive? Is there 
were were they murdered are they in their own prison like it no it doesn't matter but i'm invested in them like like that i want to to know that's what i'm saying like they feel this is the thing this is weird no no i don't want it told i don't want it this is where like people get solo wrong for example but but people wanted to know the answers to these questions. Yeah, but we no. don't really want to see them. We <laughs> want, want to speculate to on them and we want to exactly. imagine some exactly. of that stuff for ourselves. But they're outside of, like I said, a, a couple of moments uh, in Mando. I don't do that with any of the other characters. It's what you see, what what you hear, and it's that's what you it. get. And I mean, if you think about Andy Serkis's character's sort of turn. Mm-hmm. in this week and compare that to the guy in Obi-Wan Kenobi who helps them and in the end so like, he's like I'm not helping and he's like ah shit I'm going to help you just compare those two which are similar almost kind of arcs but mm-hmm. one is arc if oh well, let's not make this too complicated so the four year olds can pick it up as well <laughs> and one is this is how this would really happen in real life and therefore yep. it's more powerful um exactly that's all you need to see it matters it matters it matters more ladies and gentlemen um that'll that'll about do it for me man you you got anything else you wanted to bring up no, on this episode I mean, just it's phenomenal can't wait to next week to see it again especially tv right now three more three three more and and i'm both excited for it to to end because i want to see this this story mm-hmm. wrap up but then i'm going to be like man nothing until february we're going to have to wait. <laughs> and you know it's going to be like 2024 before we got andor season two season two yep man mando uh, season oh, man. three february february of next year yeah uh, february that's of the news of the rumor anyway um yep deadline ran ran us uh no 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 D- the deadline story is something else oh sandman mm. 2 that's what i had deadline on on mine for, yeah no so I the mando is a rumor from best Ben bulletin okay it's just a uh, so rumor we don't have that point. confirmed no um but you know we kind of knew it was going to be february anyway so mm. I, I, you know or maybe it came from me i tell a lie it didn't come from best Ben bulletin they covered it that's where i saw it initially it came from making star wars um who, as you know, do have a pretty strong hit rate yeah. for this sort of stuff. But, you know, at the same time, um, we'll just have to wait and see because dates can change. And they also covered a potential trailer date and said it would be Christmas Day. Uh, I just have a hard time buying that one. They would release a yeah. trailer on Christmas Day when none of us like that work in the media industry are working so can cover it and talk about it and put your trailer out there. I mean, social media will take care of itself, but people are with their families on Christmas Day. So yeah. I just think it's a really bad day. So I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. But um, yeah. and we know what they're like for trailers. They can change their mind at the last minute. Boxing at day, the very last minute. I could minute. see them doing that ain't a real holiday. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's, <laughs> just, it's not considered a holiday everywhere. Uh, yeah, you know, I I often uh, have wondered um, where uh, why is that? Why did that do that? I have often uh, uh, wondered um, how. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I have messed up. There we go. Uh, and now I can't even think of. Well, we're talking about. I, I know I Christmas had a Boxing Day thing a and Christmas thing, thing, and it's it's gone as I was it. 
trying to load the browser the up, I messed something up. Because we came here for Star Wars, not to talk about Christmas folks. Day. But yeah, hey, that's Kale and exactly. Cam. Sometimes yep. we just go off on crazy tangents. And you guys can uh, hear those tangents here on the Genreverse Podcast Network and YouTube channel, as well as check out other tangents I get off on with uh, uh, Manny, because, well, the Daily Cog is that type of show where we can just talk That's about whatever in entertainment. What's that? And his camera does does yeah. work indeed. Uh, we've also got uh, Breaking Geek Radio. Uh, they do uh, general uh, entertainment geek and pop culture uh long form podcast we've got marvel multi versus mayhem doing news and uh news and reviews on the marvel side of things anime versal reviews abr squared covering uh all things anime and then uh uh genre shot trailer reactions if it's if it's not a reaction uh video then it gets an audio podcast there's no point in putting reactions in audio so but if you dig podcasts check out uh, Google, Spotify, Apple, Sound, or Stitcher, and uh, yeah, all of our uh, all of our content goes up on lrmonline.com as well as uh, written reviews, celebrity interviews that go on the LRM YouTube channel as well. Subscribe there. Uh, um, leaks, rumors, news aggregation, op- opinions, all sorts of really great great things. One stop shop for all your entertainment news needs and opinions. Uh, Cam, my brain's crashing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, I just, uh, tired. Yeah, I think we can wrap out? up. I just want to apologize to everybody for the frozen pictures because we had it last week as well, but we didn't realize last week that it was a, it was an ongoing issue, um, unfortunately. So I will be troubleshooting whatever that is this week. So next week for episode 10, hopefully you will get to see my ugly Scottish mug again. Uh, and not frozen next time so apologies to viewers on youtube for that if you're on podcast you don't care anyway yeah it's, it's all right we're all chuds around here except christine jonesy's handsome dude yeah jonesy has got a handsome gene we'll talk to you guys later bye may the force be with you Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.